Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on your home of the Fighting Irish. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. It is 31 minutes after 6 o'clock on this Wednesday evening. Well, the Fighting Irish hockey team is off to a 2-1-1 start this year. They won back-to-back games at home last weekend against Northern Michigan and now are preparing for a top-20 showdown against Western Michigan at the Compton Family Ice Arena on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. The teams head to Kalamazoo for Game 2 Saturday night at 6 o'clock. I'll have the call of both games on our sister station, Quality Rock 94.3 FM. Joining me right now to talk about this Fighting Irish Hockey Team and also a chance for you to get to know one of the newest members of this Irish Hockey Team. He is junior defenseman Drew Bavaro, a transfer from Bentley this year, and he is off to a fantastic start in his first four games in an Irish sweater, a goal, four assists, five points. And this weekend he was named the Big Ten Conference number 2 star after assisting on the game-winning goal on Friday against Northern Michigan and had the go-ahead goal late in the third period on the power play on Sunday. And Drew Bavaro joins me here on WSBT Radio. Well, Drew, a pleasure to have the chance to talk to you. How are you today? Great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. And welcome to South Bend and this Notre Dame hockey team. Obviously, you've made a big impact right off the bat. Take us back to your decision to decide to enter the transfer portal and leave a Bentley program. What was your thinking at that particular time? And what were you looking for in your new destination? Yeah, uh, I was just kind of looking for a fresh start. Um, you know, I, I knew I wanted to take a big jump in, in my hockey career. And, um, you know, I thought maybe uh, finding a new school, um, you know, play at a higher level would be would be beneficial for me. And then kind of why Notre Dame is, uh, you know, when, that, when the opportunity came and I talked to the coaching staff, uh, it was kind of a no-brainer, uh, the history here, the, the academics, and, and everything that Notre Dame as a university can bring is, is almost second to none. Uh, especially in college hockey. So um, when I had that opportunity, it was it was definitely going to be something that, that was too good to pass up on. So, uh, you know, I'm really happy with the decision. Drew, I've read that once you went into the portal, there were a lot of options for you. A lot of teams reached out. Was it a situation where you had a lot of really interesting choices to choose from? Uh, yeah, you know, I had, I had a few. Um, I tried to narrow it down pretty early and um, you know, I, I know I was looking for something different. Um, you know, I, I've primarily been in the Northeast uh, my whole life, going to prep school there and, and stuff like that. So I, I kind of wanted a, a, a change of scenery. And, you know, when, when Notre Dame came calling, it was, it was a really easy decision. Tell me about the impact of a guy like Jeff Jackson running this Notre Dame hockey program. He has sent a lot of really good defensemen to the National Hockey League and hey, players overall, plus all the success he has had as a collegiate coach. How much of an impact in your decision did Coach Jackson have? Yeah, I mean, 
you, you got to play for a head coach, right? And he's he's one of, if not the best, college coaches ever. So, um, you know, to have the opportunity to play for him and and learn from him, you know, he's he's done it for a long time, and he sent a lot of guys um, to the next level, which which is all of our goals. So, um, obviously, you know, he knows um, kind of more than anyone else in the sport how to get people um, and players to the next level. And you know, having the opportunity to play for him is is something I'll cherish forever and obviously not trying to take it uh, for granted at all. Irish junior defenseman Drew Bavaro, my guest here on WSBT. Now, Drew, you you were born in Bradenton, Florida. You mentioned you went to prep school in the Northeast in Massachusetts. When did you get the bug to start playing hockey? Was that in Florida or was it up in the New England area? Yeah, so uh, I have an older brother uh, who I've been – kind of fallen uh, since I, I can remember, and he, he kind of got me into the sport. We were born in New Jersey, actually. So, okay. Um, you know, he, he played up there um, when we were really young. Sorry about that. That's okay. And, uh, yeah, when I moved down to Florida when I was about five, um, you know, that's when I kind of took up the sport. And um, he, he went on to play college and, and do all that stuff. So I knew, um, you know, once he went to prep school, I, I knew that was kind of going to be my path as well. And, Having an older brother just kind of made things a lot easier for me, um, just giving me a roadmap of, of how to get to college and what I need to do. So, you know, that was that was obviously huge for my career. Were there a lot of opportunities to get better as a player in Florida? I know I was around Andrew Peake a few years ago who was from Parkland, Florida. What are the opportunities for a youth down in Florida? And was there a need to move back to the Northeast to play better competition? Yeah, uh, obviously growing up there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, it's gotten a lot, a lot better um, now for younger kids. But, um, no, it was just a, a lot of my parents, we had to drive pretty much an hour and a half, two hours just to go to practice sometimes. Wow. Obviously, I can't thank them enough. So, um, you know, growing up it was, you know, we, we, we did have some really good players down there. So it was it was still nice to have uh, good competition. But um, we, were, we were flying up uh, a lot just to go to different tournaments. Obviously, there wasn't many games you could play in Florida so you know we traveled a lot but you know it was all worth it in the end and obviously my parents were a huge part of it. I had a visit last year with your fellow teammate Nick Lieberman who is of course an outstanding defenseman for this Notre Dame hockey team but he told me that growing up he was a forward and you can kind of tell that with his offensive skill that he brings to the defenseman position and he admitted he was still growing as a defenseman on the defensive side of the game. I'm wondering growing up with your offensive skill that you bring to the table were you a forward at any point in your youth and when did you become a defenseman yeah I was uh growing up ever since I can remember I think as I got to probably peewees um I started playing defense just because I was a little bit bigger and um obviously I think that helps a ton you know just being able to see both sides of the puck and um you know I think that's really beneficial and uh, and how I can play the game offensively but obviously defensively is is obviously still always going to be a work in progress so um yeah, it definitely benefited playing forward growing up. Drew Bavaro, my guest, Notre Dame hockey defenseman, the Irish taking on Western Michigan this weekend. I want to play a soundbite real quick to set up my next question. I mentioned that Drew assisted on the game-winning goal on Friday and then on the power play on Sunday with the game tied in the third period, he was able to give the Irish the lead. Rebound left half, Wall Ralston. Moves it to the blue line to Bavaro. He goes right side, Pearson. 
Back in the middle of a one-timer. He scores! First goal in an Irish sweater. Defenseman Drew Bavaro puts Notre Dame in front. 4-3 with 2.20 to go in regulation. Well, one thing about that sequence that I think people could tell from the call, the puck movement was really, really good. And I thought, Drew, you guys moved the puck extremely well all weekend on the power play. I thought there were a couple of power plays you guys deserved to score. You were moving it so well, but unfortunately the puck did not go into the back of the net. I know it's early in the season and sometimes special teams takes a little longer to get into sync, but I thought you guys looked pretty good last weekend. What was your assessment of the way you guys handled the power play last week. And what do you think the strength of the power play is going to be moving forward? Yeah, I think uh, our power play has been really good uh, ever since the start of the year. And obviously that's, that's huge going forward. Whenever you can, you know, win the special teams battle and score goals for, for your team is, is obviously huge, especially late in the game like that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm really lucky to have so many good players around me. Um, you know, it makes, makes life a lot easier when you have guys like Jackson Pearson, who's, um, you know, unbelievably creative, and and Ryder to my left, who who can shoot it probably just as good as anyone in the country, and then um, you know Trevor Janicki and and Landon are both unbelievable um, down low players, and and um, you know for me to be able to just distribute to those guys and and let them go to work, you know, it it makes my job a lot easier. So uh, all the credit kind of goes to those guys. I just you know I just try and make their job a lot a little easier. I haven't seen the highlight from a different angle. So when you shot and score play goal Sunday, were there a lot of bodies in front of the goaltender? Did you kind of fit that into a, a small window? Uh, yeah, I think it, that was kind of a what we were facing a lot of the weekend is, is why we couldn't score goals. Is They did a good job clogging up lanes. And honestly, when, when Jackson made that unbelievable pass, they just tried to get it to the net. And, um, you know, I think it hit his pad. And went in, but uh, kind of a lucky bounce. But Jackson made an unbelievable play, and I just tried to tried to get it to the net and get it through some bodies. But um, you know, credit to them; they were getting in shot lanes all weekend. But you know, we were we were lucky and got one through. So. You know, last year was really one of the first times Notre Dame brought in some older players to start the season, you know, with grad transfers now being a part of college sports. Uh, Karashek came in, Jack Adams to name a couple. And you know what? The team really absorbed those players really quickly into the culture of the team. What has it been like for you to join a brand new team? I'm not sure if you knew any of the guys before arriving in South Bend, but what has it been like coming from another team and joining this? Notre Dame hockey squad yeah I mean I think that the culture of our team and the culture of the, the, the tradition of culture uh, throughout Notre Dame hockey is is something that that, uh, that goes a long way um, it's been here forever and um, it's probably one of the best cultures I've ever seen or, or been around so um, you know the, the the step in to, to this team um, you know and this this program was easy because um, everyone was so accepting and welcoming and you know, we're we're a really close group of guys and um, you know, with the culture that strong it's you know, it's huge for for us just believing in one another and, you know, trusting one another out on the ice. So the culture is you know, second and none. Hmm, that's great to hear. Now, I'm not jumping over Western Michigan because that's the next game in front, but I'm just wondering from your perspective, uh, leaving Atlanta, Atlantic Hockey, coming to the Big Ten Conference, you're going to be facing that full Big Ten Conference slate very, very soon. I'm intrigued to know how ready you are and what you're ready to find out about playing Big Ten Hockey this year. What stands out about taking on that level of competition week in and week out once you get into conference play? Yeah, I think uh, the Big Ten is just 
you know, it's as it's skilled as you can find in college hockey. And, you know, that's a, that's a huge benefit, um, you know, as a, as a defenseman that, that's trying to work on his, his defense is getting to play against those guys. And obviously, you know, the, the players on our team are, are unbelievable, um, you know, just as good as anyone in the country. So being able to practice against them definitely gives an advantage um, to our guys. And, um, you know, it, we were really competitive practice. So, you know, when the games come around, it's, you know, you almost feel like it's sometimes easier just because, you know, our guys are so good as well. So, um, you know, I'm excited. I think it'll be a real test for us as a team. Um, you know, we like to play fast and, and hard and physical. So, you know, um, playing against more skilled opponents sometimes, um, our style really helps us out. So I'm really excited. Final question for you, Drew. With football season still going on here, it's a big deal, but the team is 3-3. Three and three. There's going to be, I think, some more eyes on hockey earlier on in the season than in years past. And for Irish fans that have not been to the Compton yet to see you play or possibly watched you on TV, Drew wears number 24 for the Irish. When they tune in or go to the Compton and they see you play, what should they expect from you? What do you think you bring to your hockey team each and every game? Yeah, uh, I, I try to bring some energy and uh, communicate well with my teammates. Um, I, I try to get involved in the offense as much as I can, but I'm also a bigger guy, so I try and, you know, uh, play the body a little bit and, and be physical. But, um, yeah, just overall try and help out offensively and, and do my job in the in the D zone. So, um, you know, obviously we love our fans, and if anyone has the opportunity to get out there and, and, and help us fill that place, it's the best atmosphere in college hockey, so we'd love that. Look at that. He's a hockey player and a marketer all at the same time. I like it. You can check out the Irish in Western Michigan Friday night at 7 o'clock at the Compton Family Ice Arena and the Irish in Kalamazoo to take on Western Michigan Saturday at 6. Again, both games will be on our sister station, Quality Rock 94.3 FM. Drew, a pleasure to get the chance to talk to you. I really appreciate your time this evening, and best of luck against the Broncos in the rest of the season. Thank you. There you go. Drew Bavaro, junior defenseman of the Fighting Irish. 644 in your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 